Welcome to tonight's episode, where we search for fantastic beings and where to find them. your first podcast. My name's Alden, and I'm joined today with Jacob, who's here every day with me. Uh, yeah. We're life partners. If you can't tell us apart, I'm the one that wears glasses. <laughs> I used that in the very first episode. I thought it was pretty funny. That was pretty good. I thought it was pretty, it's pretty funny, funny then. It's, it's pretty, pretty funny, funny now. now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, we just watched a movie. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Two... The Crimes of Grindelwald! The moment has come to take our rightful place in the world where we wizards were free. Join me. Or die. You want me to hunt him down? To kill him? Why can't you go? I cannot move against Grindelwald. It has to be you. You don't suffer from motion sickness, see? I don't do well on boats. You'll be fine. This is a this is a, a Harry Potter movie. Uh, Harry Potter. It's movie. got a, it's got some great British accents. It's got some great great New York accents. Uh, so why don't we just start with? We yeah, so this podcast, in case, again, you're, you're tuning in for the first time, we talk about accents, apparently. We're just doing a, another one of our classic movie reviews. Well, um, we yeah, obviously. Are you going to do a man on the street? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Or Why am I always the man on the street? Because I find it funny when you do well, it. <laughs> yeah. You're just bullying me. Well, you just like go off in weird directions. Imagine a imagine a world, imagine a world. filled with cruelty and then malice. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's let's do this. The man on the street. Well, so what is the man on the street, Jacob? Just like if you're walking by somebody on the street, mm-hmm. how would you describe this movie? What what would you make them want to go see it, or how would you describe it to somebody who has no okay context whatsoever? All right. Uh, do you want to like count me in, or do I just start, or? Yeah, I mean, those <laughs> people. It's been so long. It's been so. It's been so. I'm just walking down the street here. No, it's been here. so long. It's no, been so I'm long. I'm doing. I'm doing it. I'm oh, okay. Sorry. I'm walking down the street here. Hey, just hey, going, hey, what? hey there, sir. What? Have you got the? What? Have I got a movie for you? I just watched it on this here huge city me. Don't, don't hurt me, please. Just take my money. <laughs> no, no. Leave me alone. No, please. <laughs> This isn't the 1920s. Oh, what? It isn't the 1920s? I thought it was, based on the movie I just saw, which was based on the wizarding world of Harry Potter. <laughs> off track with that. Uh, so, if I was to describe 
uh, fantastic beasts and where to find them. Okay, so first off, it's set in the Harry Potter universe. So there's wizards and witches, and they got wands, and they can do bullshit magic shit, which I disagree with a lot of their practices. Well, that's another thing entirely. <laughs> Uh, Grindelwald, who's a character that you would only know if you read the books or, like, paid attention to, like, the weird lore, is basically, uh, the wizard Hitler, but not wizard Voldemort Hitler. It's, like, an early well, proto. Voldemort's more like wizard Osama Bin Laden, I thought, uh, I always thought. I, yeah, but he's, like, kill all the muggles, and Grindelwald's more, like, control Enslave all the, the muggles. muggles. <laughs> so it's, like, light Hitler. Hitler light. Uh, it's played by Johnny Depp. Uh, it's. He's played we'll, by Johnny Depp. We'll, we'll get we'll to get that. that. Okay, so Grindelwald, uh, a fascist, uh, pure blood, uh, Voldemort populist leader, populist leader, uh, has escaped, and uh, it's up to Newt uh, Scaramander, Scamander, who, Scamander, who is a sort of slightly uh, socially stunted man. He's artistic. He's artistic, yeah, and uh, he loves animals, mm-hmm. and. Uh, He's been wrapped up in this, and all sorts of hijinks happen in throughout London and Paris. It's a, a mad gay romp with many hijinks and adventures. Um, the ultimate point of the movie is to set up the next movie. Uh, so there is a bit of a cliffhanging ender ending. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of like big budget, you know, special effects going on. There's some high profile actors. Uh, and uh, a pretty good soundtrack, actually, with uh, some pretty thoughtful consideration placed towards the musical editing, I thought. Um, yeah, that's it, too. Yeah. All right. Well, gee, uh, gee I want to watch that movie now. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. We're back, we're back then. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, boy. Oh, hey. boy. Yay. Okay, well, let me, let me go. Here, here's your ticket. I already bought it for you. Oh. I knew you'd say yes after that perfect description. Boy, th- thank you. Yeah, no, that that's pretty that's pretty good summary of yeah. it. Um, yeah, uh, the the so this is the second this is a sequel and yeah. so off of the first movie and like the first movie when I heard that they were making one about Fantastic Beasts I was and where to find like, them and where to find them. Yeah. I've never read it as a book. I've no. never really been been that interested in yeah. extra Harry Potter lore. It's Harry Potter was like. One something done. that well something that I read and I appreciated but I was never a super fan of right. it like I liked it good enough I think right. we're both kind of similar in this like, yeah. we liked it well enough but like not I think overboard. I have a softer spot for it than you personally yeah that's, that's fair yeah. I, I, I was expecting but I'm not like over the moon for it like some people I was expecting the first movie to be more light and happy yeah and it was that and it was also a little bit it was muddled. Yeah. It was kind of narratively, there was a lot of stuff going on. It was muggled, you might say. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a racist, That's yeah. Uh, if, you, if you say, Grindelwald was right. Yeah, Grindelwald was right. Um, all in all, though, it was it was weirdly like darker because there was like yeah. themes of child abuse and stuff yeah, in there. Yeah, and there was like... Yeah, that, that, that was pretty... Uh, yeah, there were some and, unaddressed issues as well, too. Yeah, and so, like... All in all, I would say that that movie... The um, first one. The first one, yeah. The first one, like, I was... It was fine. Yeah. I don't regret seeing it, but to me, it's like a 5, 5.5 out of yeah. 10. I would, I, would say like it's, I would say it was right around a 5 or 5.5 for me. That, that, that's what I said. It, it, was, it was okay. It passed. It wasn't, it wasn't great. It, um, it Canadian passed. The, the thing that I liked, though, is that Eddie Redmayne's character, and um, Eddie I'm just looking this up, yeah. Eddie Redmayne plays the main character, Newt yeah. Scamander. Um, the thing that I liked about that first movie is... Uh, something that's carried on to the second one is he 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 does seem like he's on the spectrum in yeah. some way he very rarely um, casts a spell 
Well, yeah, he also he also doesn't really look at people in the face. Yeah. He doesn't. He has a thing with touching, kind yeah. of. Um, he solves most problems through like. He's 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 socially awkward, awkward and yeah. stuff, and he can't really do that. But the on the flip side, um, he is very he's a nurturing person. He's very he, empathetic. Yeah, and he 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 uh, he takes care of. Um, I don't think I've seen all the all the. Um, all the animals and stuff, and, and the end. The end. He tries to solve the the ending problem. Yeah. The big bad like monster thing. He tries to solve with with empathy. And yeah, and ends up not he working. Doesn't, he that. doesn't cast any aggressive spells. Um, I mean, he, yeah, I guess the fire thing. He like it's he defense. blocks. That's but defensive yeah. too. I'm just thinking about it now. He he only uses spells to like help him or friends, but he never like casts never spells. Attacks never attacks with anybody. It's he's, he's a very interesting character that he. Yeah. He's, I, I he's, think that's a really important character to see on scene, and I, he's and holding I'm, the movie I'm together. Sure. Eddie Redmayne is doing a good job. I, I, I think he's good, and I think a yeah. lot of people, but a lot of people didn't weren't expecting that, yeah. and they didn't care for it in the yeah. first movie. But that's actually something that I appreciated the first yeah. movie for. The part that I didn't like about the first movie was like more of the the action fighting. Well, the, the muddle, yeah. like kind of part of it, because it yeah. seemed like oh, we have this other narrative, yeah. and it's like just seemed like yeah. it could have been tighter tie together more um that's a general thing about the first movie yeah. uh, second movie though kind of like we second en- movie we enjoyed same, more. same as the first we enjoyed but at the same time so so its problems still exist there but oh no yeah i like this movie better no we enjoyed actually. it more it was more it was more high adventure there was bigger it more big, epic. bigger stakes there was very interesting side characters which i we really liked well uh, yeah some really funny artifacts like the dank uh, smoke bong skull thing. Yeah, it was. Uh, there's this was like cool. bong made out of a skull that uh, Grindelwald keeps on smoking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think in general, though, yeah, I, I, like like the second movie. Yeah. Um, same similar problems, muddled kind of like rushed narrative, and yeah. we'll discuss kind of the why, reasons why yeah, we think uh, right. which might go beyond the yeah. actual writing and the actual editing. Yeah. Uh, so, but that that definitely did yeah. kind of hold it back. But yeah. the strengths of it, it, yeah. it was actually like I was surprised. I was like, yeah. "This is this is." I like the characters, yeah. like you said. I think they're they're really interesting, yeah. and I think they were really actually pretty well developed in this one. Yeah. Um, and I liked the the epic scale. Yeah. Like I didn't think that I would care for it after yeah. having so many other like yeah. end of the world. I mean, this wasn't really end of the world, but like dramatic. Like, yeah. Whoa. Things, but yeah, I, I end up liking this. So I, yeah. I, uh, I, I think for me, this movie, I agree with your points. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest con- like concern or like thing I noticed is you need you cannot not watch the first film. Yeah, well, you that's ha- true. You have to watch the first film to watch yeah. the second film. If you do not watch the first film, you will like not understand. Yeah, because Anything. every single relationship, yeah, or like thing that's important. So there's there's comes so from just the for example, film. like at the very beginning, there's two characters, Jacob and Queenie. Yeah, Jacob's a um, a muggle, a muggle, yeah. and Queenie is like an empath or mind reader yeah. or something like that. I forget her exact. And they're in love. Things, but. Mm. Basically, the first whole entire scene, if you do not know that context, it's, they're just, just two random into, characters, and the girl is weird, and, and the guy is just a stupid idiot, yeah. and you're a little bit like, okay, why why are they here? <laughs> What's happening? So, yeah. And also, like even the, the very first thing that it starts off with is a... Uh, Cold a, open. Yeah, well, is, is an escape, is a prison escape, escape, basically, by Grindelwald, and um, 
Yeah, again, you would have... You'd have to know. You'd be like, what? who is this guy? Yeah. I guess, I don't know, you just know he's a bad guy, but... Yeah. yeah. It, it, In general, it was like... That is very true. You'd yeah. have to really know. You'd have to watch these movies first. Yeah, you know, definitely. First one. Um, I think uh, some positives for me, uh, if we're going to uh, talk a little bit more of the uh, actual like mits, the nits and grits, was the music. Sort of like on the fence, like good and bad. It's played by um, Kravitz, uh, Zoe, Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz, and uh, her the music that plays is like a reversed theme of Grindelwald, yeah, which is like or it's altered. A, altered. Uh, it's like female yeah. choral singers instead. Or it's something. it's very or tastefully it's like done. Thing. It just it was just all yeah. the music. I think we Harry, noticed that Harry Potter, like, yeah. the whole universe of Harry Potter has always done a really good job at weaving. The, the, the music, the music, and the yeah. themes for the whole yeah. thing. So, because the music, the, the music is actually going for nearly the entire film. There's never a moment where there's just sort of quiet talking. There's like a few scenes where there's 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 talking and there's no music. Yes, I, I don't really. But don't the music really... is so sort of constant that you don't even it it works really well. I think, okay. especially there's some scenes too where they'll have like ominous music playing, uh, like sort of like spooky strings that will. And you'll see the scene sort of developing in that way, and the, the music is pushing you to think that way. Um, and then the music will turn after the reveal, which is very nice because often a mistake that happens is that you'll see the the you'll have a scene playing out like a, if you think it's something bad and then it's good. The music will change right at the edit from like good to bad, so like your subversion of expectations. In this one, it the music takes a bit of time to change, and I appreciate that as well too. I did not notice that at all what you're talking about but I believe you I believe you hmm. um, one of the big things though that I think comes out of this movie uh, seeing it in China is that this this thing was edited like heavily crazy and to the point heavily. where it took away from a lot of our we, understanding. We were basically. Like very confused. You, yeah, well, because like, and you can especially fit, in the middle section. Can, yeah, you can fill in some of this stuff, yeah. but a lot of it is like what? Well, yes. I guess we're here because something that they said in the scene that yeah. must have must have gotten cut because the There's director no the director David Yates is not like an incompetent dude. Yeah. He did the last four Harry Potter movies. There's so no way he's definitely lived that in this, this edit thing occurred. Yeah. In the proper edit of the film. The the total running time too, I looked up. Mm-hmm. In China in Ooh, let me guess. Let me okay, guess. So, so what's the total running time in... We got in at six oh five. The movie started what? at six oh five. No 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 no. Tell me tell me the original I wanna I wanna I wanna guess what China. Oh what China's time? Oh no we know you know how long we were in the film for No I don't I, I didn't pay attention to the, oh, okay. the time. <laughs> Come on. Alright so the original runtime was hundred and thirty four minutes. Hundred and thirty four 
134 minutes. 134 minutes. So that's two hours and 14 minutes. Two hours and 14 minutes. Yeah. Um, I'd say then what was cut... I think there's at least like... There's a couple snippets of some. Yeah. There's at least like... There's one, two, three... Or there's like four major scenes that, that we were lost. cut, yeah. and there was a couple that was like spliced that yeah. was or like a, little... a little bit weird that here and there. Yeah. So that probably wouldn't do that much, but four scenes that would be like maybe conservative. I'd say like maybe like four minutes each. So let's say like sixteen, maybe seventeen. That's about 17 where, minutes. Total? That's about where I calculated. It's like somewhere between yeah. somewhere between fifteen and twenty minutes got cut. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, we got in at it started at six oh five or six oh five ish. We got at out out at around eight ish. Eight. Like the movie ended at like eight, I think. Okay. Or like eight oh one. So we're losing almost 19, 20 minutes of wow. of film. Yeah, so specifically some of the scenes that got cut, uh, some of them are like, all right, I could see China doing this. Yeah. Um one of them was the fact that uh, I don't know because I didn't see this yeah. in the reviews, but I, I think it's implied that yeah. uh, I mean it's very implied because yeah. that uh, Grindelwald and Dumbledore were uh, yeah. Levels. <laughs> yeah, were uh, were, were boyfriends. Yeah. Uh, and there's a scene where he's remembering them. Yeah, and like they that got cut because it, it, it it's, it's like gay. him like looking at yeah. it and then like really weird really? to being like but will you fight him yeah or whatever yeah and uh and and, and yeah and china i've been doing some more reading on stuff like that in china yeah that their homosexuality their weird, isn't illegal uh, in china thing. but it's certainly not accepted yeah well it's and even sexuality full stop is not accepted yeah it's 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 a it's um it's there's definitely a lot of discrimination still yeah, on it totally. um it, the specific reasons behind it are interesting, but uh, yeah. So that that scene, like, I was kind of like, all right. So yeah, I can see China's Chinese yeah. government like doing that because yeah. they're you know, prudes. Yeah, or whatever. Um, but some of the other scenes was there is a specific. So Newt, he has a suitcase full of uh, like cool monsters. Yeah, it's he's like got an like a zoo. It's like, like an a, infinite space zoo. Yeah, like it's like it's like it's like a. A traveling zoo that he yeah. can like walk inside his briefcase and go inside and it's like this yeah just has all these exhibit not exhibits all these like habitats for yeah. creatures to live in and one of them that he gets, saves he yeah. saves yeah um is a specifically chinese yeah it's uh, a, i actually have a picture of it it's a chinese uh like tiger demon mm-hmm. it's got like a striped body and like a long feathered tail and it's very fast and yeah whatever it is a, it is a traditional chinese mythic creature and like they try to do that in a lot of this yeah. stuff, so that doesn't yeah. seem that out of place. No, but there's a there's a scene it where is, it, it escapes. It's it's, it's it running. Is, yeah, it escapes and it's running through Paris. Most yeah. of this, most of this and they hear takes this. They, they're underground and they hear this noise of <laughs> crashing around. And he's like, "That must be, be the, the thing." thing. Cut to him confronting it on a bridge. Mm-hmm. Everybody's wet, and he's convincing it to go into his briefcase. So. Clearly something's changed. We went from one scene to another scene like there was like, like zero time. Yeah, there was there was a there was definitely a chase sequence. Yeah. There was a chase sequence, a hunting sequence of like, oh god, we gotta stop the fantastic yeah, beast. And the because fantastic beast. Because we found it. Well, yeah, and specifically the only reason why we could think of why yeah. they would cut something with this is because it's a rampaging beast and it's Chinese it's, and so it's negative. they wouldn't want that, yeah. that which that is thing. so pathetic. 
Like, <laughs> nobody is sitting, no person in North America is sitting there and going, oh, the Chinese mythical beast is a representation of China, and they're running roughshod all over the Parisian world, and so therefore this movie is supporting my evil global capitalist uh, mindset that China's bad. It's just like paranoid delusionals who run this fucking country have got a stick so far up their ass they can't even like see straight anymore. It it disgusts me. It, it like actually it made me ticked off at that movie for like a good solid thirty minutes. I was distracted by how angry I was at this because it's so pointless. This does serve zero purpose. It has no conceivable goal except to just be like fuck you. We think that this should go away, and just because they're like have a soft ego. Yeah. Well, yeah, and there's so China has there's there's a concept I think smart. Uh, yeah. had a, the actual Chinese word for it. Yeah. But yeah, it basically means fragile ego, yeah. which has been talked a lot about yeah. um, in, in context of like white men specifically right yeah. now. But China also, they, they have a word for it and it means fragile ego. And it, it seems like that's... China got it. That's, that's kind of like what this, this movie is yeah. too because like the idea that you couldn't even show a, uh, a rampaging beast destroying yeah. things because you're worried about how it might look yeah. although we are projecting a little bit because the other scenes that we don't see are um he goes there's this the... there's a scene cut out where he is like taming it kind yeah, of yeah he goes and it's box. wrapped up in chains or something yeah. at, at part of it remove... but the thing is we don't yeah it's like it's like wrapped up like like they had a flying experiment that went yeah. wrong or, or something, something. Yeah, I don't know. and that's the thing we kind of had to piece the puzzle yeah. together because then and later on he uses it and it later takes on him. he uses it and it's a full edit like he yeah. it's He's, saving all yeah. of them yeah and so now so it's so some smashing stuff and yeah, like it's okay so. he's killing things but whatever he's being a hero so it's mm -hmm. okay the, yeah, so that that one yeah. was particularly egregious. That one was the the worst. That was the bunch, biggest one, definitely. And that kind of like I mean, well, worst. That's I mean, probably homophobia yeah. versus <laughs> soft ego. I don't know. It was worse. The, the, the biggest chunk of time was removed yeah. there. I think. Oh yeah, the biggest chunk of time. There sure. was a couple other uh, odd scenes that jumped to mind. There's one where uh, Lita Lestrange, who's sort of the Zoe Kravitz, Zoe Kravitz character, she has to face a fear and she sees this like drifting white bundle of s silk through. It's this... it's pretty creepy. It's creepy. It's, it's really effective it's, scene. Yeah, and uh, then it cuts. It cuts to of... her just sitting sad outside with this really pushed. Which into... yeah, which which could make sense yeah. and and I could see them cutting but yeah. it just seemed like a very odd place because we had we had done this all this tension and it was yeah. rising we didn't reach a climax no. in that scene we didn't reach like a, oh my god is that a thing and yeah. like everybody laughs at her maybe not laughs but everyone's horrified yeah. and then she runs out of the room like I could see that yeah, happening yeah, yeah. but it doesn't and and like you said yes it's 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 a weird weirdly zoomed in yeah and I'm not sure why because I think the only thing that's in that is Newt is walking up to greet yeah. her. I'm not sure if he has like a, I don't know, a, a, free a rainbow, Tibet, free Tibet, free Tibet, free Tibet yeah, hat on, yeah, yeah, or something um, like that, or like. So I don't know why they would have done that, but that that reminds me of when we went to see Blade Runner 2049, yeah. and there's this one scene where there's if, if it's you the look hall at of the, nudity, yeah, there's like there's like these these robot. Yeah. that are ready to get born yeah. and they they're all naked yeah. and uh so in the chinese edit it's like push all the zoomed in. and it looks all pixely yeah. and stuff and i was thinking like oh this is weird uh it's weird that they kept yeah yeah like so yeah it it and there were a couple other scenes that i feel like were edited out too uh, yeah specifically there's a scene where they they escape something and they go to a safe house and that they just arrive at the safe house with no there's a lot of times where like 
characters will just yep. move from one place to another. They also and you're kind of going like, well, yeah. what happened in between that? They they also they they interrogated or got, they you they they got the questions out of Yusuf. Yeah, who's a who's uh, a sort of MacGuffin like character, another person. Yeah, basically not super important to this yeah. part. But and then they also there was this this final thing at the crypt yeah. that all the main characters showed up at. We yeah. saw some of them going to it, but some of them just. Happened to be there, yeah. you know, in the next scene that we saw. Yeah. So there was obviously something cut because, like, yeah. it's like, why are they here? It, so in general, it was like, it was a little, it was very frustrating to watch, and it's in, a little incomprehensible. And I can, I can't see it, see it doing particularly well in China. In China, because of since, the edit. Yeah, because of the edit. It's like yeah. this is taking away from actually understanding what's going on in the movie, and like the censors are just like whatever. They're just like, oh, I guess they're just going to have to... I mean, I don't think the censors ever really care that much about, like, you know, people doing this, but, like, you know, they're just like, oh, they're just going to have to figure it out, you yeah. know, or something, or it doesn't really matter that much. I know? think, I think so. too, like, the... What I want to see is the original. Yeah, just, I, I, I want to see those... I want to see those scenes that we missed. I might just download, like, a crappy cam just yeah. to see, like, okay, what, what am I actually... Uh, am I missing anything? Yeah. Like just yeah, piece. because that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I I'm tending towards this movie because I really did like the scale and the scope and everything. Yeah. That I'm I'm trending towards forgiving it yeah. of a lot of its stuff and yeah. and and uh, you know, saying that the Chinese part yeah. that was the part that was bad. Yeah. But I don't know for sure. It could be that the movie was actually. Can we talk right. about all the old people? Sure. So this movie had a lot of old people in it, and I don't mean to sound like. What's that word when you're afraid of old people? Ages. Ages. That's like rape. That's okay. hatred towards old people. Like when you're afraid of old people. But there were a lot of old people in this film, uh, which is great to see. There's like okay. Weird... I thought this was a silly thing. You are using your serious voice right now. No, but like there's just a lot of old people. There's like this librarian who's like kooky. There's like these two people like pushing this like know, she's big not really kooky. She's creepy. creepy. Man. Then there's the best character in the whole film. Uh, who's a like shout out to like all the true fans? Nicholas Flamel shows up. He's the alchemist who devises the Philosopher's Stone. Um, who I believe is also killed by Voldemort too. That's um, I don't remember. I think he's killed by uh, Quirrell. I don't remember. Um, no, I don't think Grindel- he's killed. Grindelwald's no, killed by Voldemort. Killed he's killed by, but yeah, no, Flamel isn't killed because he, he's just dead. He gives up the, the he's stone. Just, he's just young. dead. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, he's this sure. old, old guy who's, like, in the safe house. Yeah. And he, like, it's comical because he, like, shakes a hand and, like, bones break. And he's, like, trying to run, walk, but he's, like, going well, slower. Than yeah, like, so he, he's, like, he's, he's super he old. Meets, he meets the main characters and then, and then he's, like, oh, my God, there's a message on the, yeah. the thingy or whatever. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's running over, over, but he's, like, shuffling. And yeah. his arms are pumping really quickly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but he's barely moving. Yeah, yeah. It's just a funny sight gag. Yeah, yeah. It's... It pairs two of the funniest characters, the, yeah. the fat guy yeah. and uh, Dan, Dan Fogel. Dan Fogel, yeah. Dan Folger. Folger, yeah. Um, and, uh, and whoever played Nicholas Flamel, I don't know yeah. his name. And he sort of has his moment to shine, too, at the end where he casts some magic. And it's, it's, yeah. it's a good... Mm-hmm. That was another weird edit, too, the ending. Yeah, well, I will say this is one part that I don't think the Chinese edit made yeah. a difference is that the third act was kind of like what? <laughs> yeah, it, it, and I see what they were going for, but it ended up being a lot of people standing around not doing anything. Yeah, like so, Grindelwald's in the end. He casts a big fire he, spell. Yeah, he has this big fire spell, and he's like, 
Step through the fire. Yeah, and, and all these people are stepping through the fires. All the main characters, Queenie, who's like Jacob's love yeah. interest, and he's been trying to get her this whole entire time. Like, she yeah. just goes through. Yeah. And then There's the other guy, the Ezra Miller, um, who's like the main, yeah. the main, main MacGuffin. He's like this super powerful yeah. force of yeah. magic. Um, he goes through. Uh, yeah, and he, but, but nobody's like... All the other people are trying moving to stop it? Yeah. until they are moving because yeah. some of them are trying to run away from the fire. But some of them, like Newt and his brother, whose Just, name is Theseus, yeah. <laughs> which is silly. Um, I thought that one was pretty yeah. silly. And there's Achilles, too. There's another like guy named Achilles. Achilles. It's like, like <laughs> so stupid. Jesus. Anyways, um, they're just standing there, and it's yeah. like, nah, throw some spells, yeah. do something. Yeah. They're, just, they, they're just standing And then, like, there. the people who like, try and flee will cast the, like, the shitty disapparate where you fly a smoke instead of just, like, zorping out, and then they get killed. It's 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 weird. It's a weird scene because yeah. Well, which also brings to mind one of the other things is like, what is the rules of magic? Here? Yeah. Like, when can you do this thing and not this, this thing? thing? This, yeah. This other why thing. why do you need to say words sometimes but not all the times? And I understand like the movie's problem with like saying words because if you did that, it would be inherently annoying. Just be like stupefy, yeah. stupefy, just all the time. Yeah, and I mean, they did that. That did happen in Harry Potter too, where like they'll say spells. Mm-hmm. Um, now, yeah, I, I don't know. That that scene, I think, was... Yeah, the third act was a little bit like... It could have been... It could have been better, because, yeah. yeah um, that's one that I will blame on the actual movie itself. Yeah. Um, I am disappointed to hear that this this apparently did not get a ton of critical praise, so... Yeah. So, um... But, whatever. So, do you want to... I think it's I think it's better than, than that, though. I think, I think you shouldn't believe the... The, the whatever's yeah go see it for yourself see it's you worth think. a watch and I was surpri- I was pleasantly surprised by it because maybe you guys won't think the same thing but uh, yeah I liked it I liked it um okay so uh anyways what's we you wanna yeah. final final thoughts final reviews yeah final well you mean like uh yeah sure uh why don't we go ahead with uh saying our number at the same time we're gonna say it at the same time. Yeah. Why? We'll say it at the same time, okay? Okay, we'll say it at the same time. On one. One. Three, two, seven. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it at the same time. See, that's stupid. I give it a seven. I I was gonna say uh, six to seven, six point yeah. five. You're always seven. you're always meaner than me. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to be harsh, you know, yeah. um, because I think it did have some. Merit problems, but 6.57 is still really good, yeah, uh, like really enjoyable. So, yeah. yeah, anyways, all right, I think that's it. Yeah. What, what, real quick, what uh, wizard house would you be a part of if I you mean, were part of Hogwarts? We do yeah. actually go back to Hogwarts, by the way, guys. Yes, so there's a, there's a lot of fan service in this, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, realistically. Okay, in my heart of hearts. Okay, in my in my dream, I want to say Ravenclaw. Yeah. In my heart of hearts, I know it's Slytherin. <laughs> Wait, but you just said you were gonna be Gryffindor before. Yeah, but it's not really Gryffindor because Gryffindor is like they're like good people who are like brave and stupid and courageous. <laughs> Whereas like Ravenclaw is like studious and Slytherin is like I'm not term- I'm not motivated enough to be Slytherin though. Yeah, but you're cutting. And I feel like I feel like Bullshit, Raven... bullshitting my way. Yeah, out. I feel like Ravenclaw. I feel like Ravenclaw oh, actually studies. Yeah. 
Well, gee, thanks for... Even though you didn't ask me, Alden, I guess I'm going to tell you where I think I would be. I think I'd be Hufflepuff, because of course I'd be Hufflepuff. Yeah. Studious, dutiful. Not Ravenclaw? Studious? You were, dude, you were like goody fucking two-shoes in high school. Come on. I think I'm... I think I'm more, uh... I think you would like be Ravenclaw if I you were I think I'm more like Hufflepuff. Now you are. But I'm saying if you were your age, in... In in that Harry Popo universe, mm. you would be Ravenclaw. Mm. Does what the teacher says. Studies. Mm. Reads. Has no... Fr- well, this has been a hurtful <laughs> section of Real Human Beings. Glad you guys could all be here for it. Uh, when we return, we'll have something new. And I'll have uh, wiped away my tears. See you guys later. Catchy. Snipe, snipe, savorous snipe, 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 savorous snipe, Dumbledore, snipe, savorous snipe, Dumbledore, snipe, savorous snipe, Dumbledore, snipe, savorous snipe. Again, here we are, boys and girls. Listening back to the audio, I was realizing that we said at the very beginning that we'd get into uh, Johnny Depp playing Grindelwald, which I realized we never touched on. So I'll just touch on it now. Um, he's pretty much a piece of shit who beat up his girlfriend, and um, they should have dropped him from the project. Like, end of story. It's a really simple fix. Like, if they really cared that much about continuity, uh, they could have just gotten a new actor and just had him shapeshift once again. They have Colin Farrell playing a disguised version of Grindelwald in the very first movie, so why not just do that again and have, uh, you know, his Johnny Depp mask was a change all along, too. Like, it was a, it was a triple disguise. There were ways around this other than just letting him keep on going on this one, and it is weird to see him up there on stage. Yeah, so they should have recast the part, should have dropped Johnny Depp out of the movie. Um, That's pretty much as simple as it gets, really. After the recording of this initially, uh, Alden actually did download a U.S. copy of this movie, and apparently the editing is still really janky, so maybe we're really harsh on China for no reason, so sorry, sorry, China. We didn't mean it, but actually we really did. Maybe this movie was just really bad, and I was forgiving it from a lot of crimes that it had itself. Music Today is a throwback uh, dance music remix of the classic YouTube Potter Puppet Pals, Mysterious Ticking Noise. Neil Cesariga, he made that. Um, he made that and the ultimate showdown of Destiny and Potter Puppet Pals and uh, he has mouth moods now. It's crazy. That guy has done a lot in the internet. Really in the early days, like I remember watching Potter Puppet Pals back in like the early days of YouTube, that kind of staying power doesn't come around very often. 
Coming up next, we have a real human being search about a actress in China. So stick around and uh, hope you enjoy it. This always looks misspelled to me, because the G looks too much more Yeah, well, strength is a weird-looking word. The G-T-H? Guth. Guth, yeah, which is a strange thing to be saying even, even then, you know. English is an odd language. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our show. It's called English is an Odd Language, where we discuss words English that we find... odd language. Odd language. Words we find strange. What word do you find the strangest, Alden? What, mm. what, what's the strangest word you've ever heard before? The strangest word I've ever heard before? That's a good question, actually. Uh, I'll add it to the real human being questions. What's the strangest word you've ever heard? I think funch is a pretty weird word. Uh, shout out to uh, my boy back in uh, BC, Steve. Uh, a funch is uh, a... Uh, like concept slash thing from a book called The Moat in God's Eye by Larry Niven and uh, his co-author who I'm blanking on the name God, of. what a nerd. And uh, anyway, there's this, there's this species of aliens called the Moti, M-O-T-I-E. And they, uh, they have different, like, they have a caste system society and one of them are called the ambassadors. And they're mm-hmm. able to imprint themselves, sort of emotionally resonate themselves with a person so they could become like their perfect bond. And the name they have it, because Moti speak in sort of a clicking, swooping... Languages written as F Y U N C H apostrophe dash click. So we abbreviate that to a few inch. Well, Alden, I asked you, what's the weirdest word you've heard in English? Yeah, well, I mean, that's an that's English like... language being used. But the, the, the I think odd, the strangest odd word. is a, a weird word. O D D. Yeah. Just to look at. Mm-hmm. Ode. Ode. Bereft. So that FT. You you like that. You I know, like but that's bereft. cheating. It's me cheating. You like bereft. I don't think any word. Any word you say it enough, you're gonna realize. Like yeah, man, that's, that's a weird word. What about words that uh, like, like names? Like you know, like I, words I, that repeat. Like words that are like oh. the same, like back to back. Oh, like Anna. Yeah. Or like. Um, well, no, I mean more like. Uh, I meant like go go, like go go oh, boots. You know, yeah, like yeah, something yeah. that repeats, like the cha cha. Yeah, cha-cha. I think those are the weirdest ones. And that brings me to my first point. (laughs) I was kind of wondering where you're going with that, but... Fan Bing Bing! Isn't it Fan Bing Bing? (laughs) Whatever. This has yeah. all been a very long introduction that I wasn't sure how we were going to get there. Garden we're path. really not that good at this. We're great. Like. We're, not, we're not that good. We're great. Um, uh, this You're going to hear first, folks. This is suggested by a real human, the realest human being. The most bingest human. The most bingest More human. bingier than I am. <laughs> yeah. Shrug? <laughs> I'm not going to say that he's not. 
Wow. I'm not going to say that. Hurt. Pain. (laughs) Deep inside. Um, All this pain and devastation, how it tortures me inside. Shout out if you know that lyric. Uh, Hashtag Prince of Egypt. Um, That's really been on your mind. It's well for the past five minutes, yeah, because the song's fire. (laughs) Um... Well, uh, today, today, uh, suggested by our, our good friend Steve, yep. or really all of his good friends. My Steve. good friend Steve, who has been uh, from a day one listener, has uh, been really great, really supportive. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that fan Steve gave it to us because the person who we <laughs> are Jacob, we are Bing searching today is fan Bing Bing. Wow. Yes. And you know the real she's a Bing she's a real human Bing fan too. I'm a Bing fan of her. Yeah, Alden. So, the, do you like the X Men? Yeah, I know we we already introed this, so I'm just gonna do another intro. Yeah. <laughs> you like the X Men? How many intros do we have which, now? Which we one have was four intros going on? Which here. one was your favorite? Do I like the X Men? The answer is yes. Which which, mo- which movie was your favorite? Okay, so you're gonna scoff at me. I do have a soft spot for Days of Future Past. That's that's good. Well, but, because hold on, hold Alden, on. your favorite character in that blink. Was uh, the who's, actress we're talking about? Who's Blink? She's the one who has like, like, um, tra- ta- teleportation powers. I don't remember this one. She she's like Portal, basically. No, I don't know this. It, she's but she's she, not in Days of Future Past. Yeah, she is. No, oh, she's at the very, she's at the beginning where they're in the they're in the future or the present. Oh, uh, she's one of those memes. Oh, she's not in the past. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's cool. Anyways, so that's, yeah, her. That, that's her. That's basically if you don't know who she is. Um, which most Westerners don't know who she is. But in China, she is like... <laughs> the biggest thing. The hugest star. She got on Time Magazine in 2015 as the cover. Yeah. And she was said named China's most famous actress. Uh, so, yes. Um, right around during uh, the summer, mm-hmm. uh, she... Um, Hasn't been seen since right. early June, so where she, she, she her went her whole entire all of her social media went black. Uh, uh, shit went dark. She she visited a ch- children's hospital in Tibet, and then she just stopped um, doing stuff. Doing stuff. And uh, did her manager say anything? Um, did any of the, her official like groups? Uh, no statement. No. Wow. No, there was there was none. Uh, as of I'm I'm reading I'm I'm cobbling together a bunch uh-huh. of different articles. As of my birthday, September fourteenth, no comment had been made. So that's like what June, July. Uh, it's a lot of time. August, September. Yeah, am I good at? <laughs> I don't know. That's at least three or four months right there. That's an amount of time. Yeah. greater than <laughs> than you'd want for a person to be not heard from. And uh, one of the things if that happened to me, people would assume I'm dead. True. Um, so anyway, I gotta go, Jacob. I'm just gonna step out for a few minutes, and uh... I'm, I'm just trying to. I've been trying to read, so I haven't been keeping up with your, with your joke that you've been okay. doing. Okay. I'm sorry. It's a one-sided comedy man senior. <laughs> That's usually what it is, anyway. Yeah. Nobody listens. Between so me us. and uh... like, keep going, keep going. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so before all this, she had been accused of tax evasion, which is a big thing for yeah. China. Um, and one they of the really th- don't like it. One of the things that uh, I found a different article about, it's, it, the title says, In China, money-worshipping movie industry, yeah. quotations, uh, the star's highs paid becomes target of the central government, which is something that we've seen uh, 
as a huge part with uh, Fan Bing Bing, yeah. um, because uh, her her um, contracts yeah. uh, apparently. They call this a yin yang contract, mm. where she has two separate ones. One is one point five million dollars mm. uh, USD, and another one for seven point five million dollars. Right. Uh, and it's like, um, it's it's a form where you report, you give the smaller one, so the one point five million, to the authorities, and you don't tell them about the seven point five million. Somehow, I don't know how it like that works. part works, yeah. but basically that's how you it hide works. money from them. And a lot, there's a lot of Chinese. Um, Chinese fan, Chinese like stars. high high up people, not not just stars, but people who are fa- people who are wealthy, who who do this. So it's not that um, weird. Yeah. So um, in September, mm-hmm. so this might be a thing here. Uh, China's be- Beijing Normal University released a report lauded as first in the world and heavily promoted in the Chinese state media, which ranked the country's stars by their level of social responsibility. Nice. Fan was base ranked last. With a score of zero out of a hundred. Wow. So um, it's a strong message. But ironic enough, like uh, a producer with a major Chinese studio told CNN, "This is where I'm reading it from. The practice of having two contracts, one of them smaller, was universal in yeah. the film industry. So this is something that happens it's just like, like all the time. A deliberate fuck you, to you know, this, to this yeah. woman. Yeah, basically. She's going too um, uppity. She's going to Tibet. <laughs> I guess. Fuck with her." She was released around uh, October, and she has she has an official apology. Wow. She she admits that she's done tax evasion, right. and she's got to pay a bunch of fines. A um, hundred thirty million dollars in back taxes. I don't believe that number. At all, in the slightest. Yeah. There's no like I actually can't conceive that that number would even remotely come close to what she actually had to pay in taxes. Yeah, I mean, because if, if it really was just one point five million and seven point five million, so like each con- let's really assume know. each contract makes ten million dollars and she's skimming off some amount, even with taxes the way that they are in China, like there's no way she she would be a billionaire if she was owing one hundred and thirty million dollars USD, yeah, to the government. Like that's just okay, whatever. Sorry, keep going with the story here. No, no, I'm getting angry this is, again. This is, this is what this is what it's here for. I'm yeah, get... if there's anything, this the theme of this episode is like anger. Well, Chinese, not censorship, but yeah. Well, I guess the Ch- Chinese, Chinese government just over being overbearing. Yeah. Um, so like, who knows what she w- was put through, or like where she was, yeah. or like what well, happened. Yeah, and actually, the next thing yeah. after her, I want to talk about another guy because he. He actually has talked about it before, but um, we'll get to that. Um, Her apology goes like this. I'm deeply ashamed and guilty about what I've done. My sincere apologies to you. There can be no fan bing bang without the good policies of the party and the country and the love of the people. Oh, fucking Christ. Yeah, so. um, One of the things... Just a quick question. Where is she from? What city is she from? Oh, good question. Uh, So Fawn was born in Qingdao. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Uh, She's a a mainlander. From Shanghai. So, um, one of, some of the things to talk about, uh, I'm reading from another article here. Yeah. If, if Fan manages to salvage her film career, she'd be a rare case. In China, celebrities are held to ex- exacting standard standards of social and financial behavior. The government sometimes uses prominent figures to send a message to the population about crime or unacceptable behavior. Very top down. Yeah. Like almost everything else in there. Yeah. And one that you may maybe uh, remember uh, in 2014, several TV, film, and pop stars, including J.C. Chan, the son of kung fu movie star Jackie Chan, were yeah. arrested for drug use, including marijuana, signaling a tough government crackdown. 
none has made a career comeback in mainland China. So yeah, I mean, this is basically there's nothing more really that I wanted to say other than the fact that about Fan. Right. Uh, but she's, but she's back though. She's back, and uh, the last I saw, she was actually doing some more besides just the apology. Mm. Um, so she is doing something. She's also uh, cheerleading for China about the South Sea, South China Sea, right. after the government had disappeared her. Right. Which means that basically she's doing like her community service. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she's being super pro-China now because it's like... Okay, so here's, like, here's a question. I actually don't know what happened to her behind bars, and I think they're probably going to tell me in just a moment. But the government also disappeared her for mm-hmm. four months, right? Yeah. Five months? Five four. months. Four months. That is a... And people knew about this. Like, it wasn't, this wasn't hidden knowledge. Like, yeah, and you can kind of, you f- can kind of tell, fine. you know, based on, and, based on previous And, like, stuff. people in China are savvy to this, and they would know. Yeah. Then the person comes back and says, oh, I'm guilty of tax evasion. So any person with two brain cells to rub together would realize, okay, mm-hmm. the government has basically just let this woman off scot-free. Mm-hmm. If she is actually guilty of tax evasion, yeah. the punishment should be jail time. Should, I mean, if we were to be truly a, a judiciary, uh, a legal system... She served her time in prison. In, in, well, four, in four months, she I mean, served her time. So what it's... what it's. I mean, really, we, she should go to trial. Yes. Like no, all that stuff, no, that, right? no, that's what I'm saying. It's like... Yeah. If, if I mean, the, that's what I would... The believe, implication right? being yeah. is that she just came forward mm-hmm. and admitted it, and yeah. now she's, like, doing good things, and the government's been like, oh, so nice, we're waving it from her. But everybody knows that she was disappeared, so that it, like, reveals that the government's fucking corrupt anyway because they, they don't care about actually making people serve time. They care about people falling, falling into line in the party. Like if you bend over and you know eat out their ass to fucking Dude, well, to like you know make sure that the, everything's tickety boo and you're wealthy enough. You really don't have to use. Her. All right, <laughs> sorry. Keep going. <laughs> you know, then, then <laughs> I did that just to bother you. Um. Uh, so why don't you tell me yeah. what happened? So I want to. So fam, fam, she's. Mm-hmm. This is her her because she's staying here in mm-hmm. China. Um, on the flip side, you have somebody who's probably like one of my favorite new people that I've learned about. His name's Ai Weiwei. Oh, Ai Weiwei's great. I love Ai Weiwei. You know, yeah. Okay. My mom's a huge super fan of his. He's a great artist. There you go. So he started the um, uh, the commercial district in Beijing, which was the art hub, and uh, yeah, so really for cool work. Th- for those of you who don't know. Because we're not all Alden, and we don't all have Alden's mom, even though she's very great. She is a real human being. He, he she's is not a thing. He is. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. For those of you who don't know, Ai Weiwei is very cool. A cool dude. Uh, he is a artist. He's sixty-one years old. He was born in nineteen fifty-seven in Beijing. Uh, and he has created a lot of different things, including the bird's nest mm-hmm. in um, the 2008, uh, yeah, 2008 Summer Olympics. Which is the one piece of architecture in Beijing that's, like, nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, well, I mean, <laughs> and, I don't know. It's interesting. It, yeah. it, always gets, it always gets talked about. It is, like, I think um, it's nice. And uh, also, uh, he has been hugely throughout his whole entire life uh, highly and openly critical of the Chinese government and their stance on democracy and human rights. Some of the major things, and this is kind of the reason why 
in recent events, this has happened because he got more and more kind of vocal about it. Uh, the 2008 uh, Sichuan earthquake that happened. Yeah. Uh, there's some corruption scandals that talked about it. Yeah. And in 2011, he was arrested. Um, and then he was held for 81 days. So that's three months. And house um, arrest, right? Well, uh, he created a thing about it. Um, this is one of the stills from it. But oh, nice. uh, basically, he there's... there's uh, there's a whole entire series that he did. He did. Um, he moved to, uh, or he's he got yeah. his passport back in 2015, right. as you can see from this yeah. thing right here. Uh, he's been living and working well, in, in Berlin, Berlin ever since. Yeah. Um, but he recently, this is the the most recent one. I think yeah. it was 2018. Oh, yeah. this is actually pretty pretty recent. Um, but he talks about um, he's going to move to Los Angeles. He has this one. This is a really cool piece that's like just um, all about refugees, right? And uh, it's really good. So um, he's a he's but, a he's a visual artist, and he specializes specifically yeah. in large sculptures. Like here, here's another example. One of his uh, most notable works that was displayed in London and brought him international attention was something called uh, Sunflower Seeds, mm -hmm. where he had fifty thousand porcelain. Uh, sunflower seeds laid out uh, to represent, I believe, the people killed in mm -hmm. Sichuan during the earthquake. Yeah. And we sort of walked through a garden path of it. Mm -hmm. And it's like a really powerful statement. And yeah. I, I think, like to an untrained observer, this would be an apolitical statement. This would be something basically saying like, mm -hmm. hey, people died. This is sad. We shouldn't yeah. commemorate it. Obviously, for China and for Ai Weiwei, this uh, is not an apolitical statement, and I don't think yeah. it ever was in the first place. Uh, I mean, we can get into it. I don't yeah. think that there's a such thing as being apolitical, or at least a non a non controversial yeah. statement. Yeah. I don't think it would be. Uh, I don't think you know, like in, in expressing expressing thing. grief over. There's, there's another lost. one that he did, and it's it's shown yeah. in this that I think is is he did it in L.A. where yeah. this new gallery that he that he opened up is. Um, uh, that was called Spouts. Right. It's just all these different spouts of. China of, yeah. of um, teapots, right. and they're all that represent basically the Chinese immigrants and stuff. Right. And, uh, I don't know, so, what, really what was his experience in the in the three in the months that he was held in the prison? I mean, you can kind of see this picture right here. It's he's sitting there guard. eating. He's sitting there eating. He's in a tiny little cell. Oh, the guard he's is got, sitting right there watching. This guy <laughs> watching him eat. Yeah, it looks very it looks very Chinese too. For yeah. one thing, I can imagine they look like it looks like um like the food you get on planes yeah, airplanes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a tiny little bed with a yeah. tiny little pillow. There's two chairs off to the side. There's looks like a shower right there. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a sculpture, so it's a recreation of this thing. Yeah. And there's another one where he's basically being uh, questioned. Yeah. But I mean, to be trapped in that way without any due process it's is horrifying. Is yeah, in general, because like you, they can do whatever they want, right? Yeah. Um, and that type of thing. So. Um, yeah, he he um he left in 2015, like I said before, but mm. now he's planning on moving to the U.S. Right. Uh, he's opened up a, a new thing. Yeah, I'm, I think he's really cool, and I, yeah. I think it's cool that your mom is with him too. But I mean, mm. he's one of the people who actually like got out, you know. Yeah. And he and he three four one district, I think is three seven one district. Can't remember. And and he is very vocal about yeah. how much well, how I mean, awful the thing is. There are several. Um, I know that there. Are and he he talks about. In this one interview that I was watching with him, he someone asked him. He's like, basically, would you ever want to go to China back to China? Uh, he said, basically, the reason why he's, he doesn't want to come back is uh, his <laughs> one of the things is his mother yeah. is telling him 
No, no, stay, stay away. Don't come back. Don't come back. It's, it's not good here. It's not good here. Uh, which is like, which is like, wow, that's an old generation saying yeah. that. You know, you would, I wouldn't really expect that. But, well, I mean, there's still, you know. there's. I'm thinking about people who are dissenters. There are two mm-hmm. notable politicians who exist within uh, the states, kind of like um, the Turkish uh, the guy who Erdogan hates so much. The Gulan or whatever his name is. Anyway, they're very vocal proponents of democracy in China, and the mm-hmm. political party, of course, has ousted them. And then you have the Mothers of Beijing, which right. still exists, which is all about Tiananmen Square. Yeah. And they still like go and petition the government and be like, "Hey, so can you yeah. tell us what happened about our son or our daughter?" Mm-hmm. And the government stonewall is still stonewalling them. Well, one of the other people who this is totally totally unrelated, but. Uh, one of the one of the ones that I learned about really recently is uh, Jia Lingmeng. Yeah, I'm not sure how to say her name, but she was she was actually same with the basically the the 2008 Sichuan yeah. earthquake yeah. caused all these problems because she was one of the people who was also complaining about it, and yeah. then she got sent away to prison. Yeah. She got out of prison, and then she came back and basically was like, "Hey, fuck that! Those places are the places yeah. are inhumane." Yeah. So I. You should you should like change that. Yeah, change that. She calls for the headline says activist and former inmate calls for hot showers in prison, mm. and her name is Jia Lingmen, yeah. and uh, says access to hot water should be a basic human right, not a special privilege. And um, yeah, I mean there are people who are blindfolded. Yeah, well, it's they're, a pretty stark image. Yeah, um, there are people walking around in like a prison yard or something, and they're blindfolded, yeah. and it's yeah. But in general, it's like there are people who are speaking out yeah. against it, yeah. um, and that's like really crazy to see because that's that's like I'm not saying that protesters in Canada or the U.S. aren't brave or aren't honorable for like mm. doing that stuff because I think that is really important. I think yeah. that's that's part of it. You don't get fucking disappeared. I think it's a healthy department. Yeah, you don't get fucking ghosted. Yeah, you know, you don't it's get a healthy part of ghosted. democracy. But yeah, <laughs> you're not. It's like when the taking it's, your it's like when the fucking the gun activists in America complain about losing rights. It's like motherfucker, you can protest. Yeah. Like Alex Jones is like they're taking away our rights. It's like if this was actually like China, you would yeah. be dead. You wouldn't exist. You yeah. would be a non-person. You would have nothing. Yeah. You would be you would be an insignificant little bug crushed under the heel of a government that a literally humongous government that literally does not give a fuck <laughs> yeah. about you. Like yeah. you have it so good, you yeah. do not it's even so understand yeah, yeah, how privileged yeah. you are in your ignorance. And that's mm-hmm. that's the thing that actually ticks me off a lot about looking at Western protests and especially like the amount of unspoken privilege that is yeah. given. Like I mm-hmm. I am sympathetic. Yeah, because obviously you can't be educated of a situation that you don't know. But I just feel like the fact that I'm even able to go and question something mm-hmm. is something special. That's that's the fact yeah. that I have the ability to phone the police and know that they'll actually show up mm-hmm. to the door and do something. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not saying our system isn't fucked up. I'm not saying don't you know try and change it. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is is that. There, there is an element of this unspoken, weirdly positioned privilege in a lot of our democratic systems that kind of is infuriating in, in many ways. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, you look at the like our political culture, it yeah. comes from, you know, a place where protest was something that was kind of like, no, you do have 
you yeah. do have the right to do that. Whereas yeah. in China, protest means basically peasant rebellion, which basically mm-hmm. means millions of people die. Yeah. <laughs> which probably also means that there was already a huge famine, yeah. which is also what happened in the French Revolution. Mm-hmm. I'm so, surprised the peasants yeah. haven't won earlier. The peasants haven't what? I'm just surprised in China that the peasants didn't win earlier. I mean, they have, but then they instituted themselves as... The, but, like, why do they always take over the initial... Why do they always... Like, in, in France, they One totally the, radically restructure. Yeah, well, there have been there have been peasant rebellions. Or I just remember one dude, mm-hmm. and that's because I can't remember his name. 1850? The weird Jesus dude? No, there's one guy who actually was successful and mm-hmm. did, like, institute himself. And he was, like, mm-hmm. basically just a peasant. He, he had no, like, whatever. I mean, that's how so many of them come, because then they're just, like, warlords, and then they just, like, whatever. But, um... But there's one dude who did that. But yeah, there's. I really wish that that student hadn't stolen that book because <laughs> it was really good. It's called The Kangaroo and the Dragon. Uh, it's all about Australia and China. But honestly, the chapters on China are <laughs> really good. Uh, I mean, the Australian ones are, are good too. But like, it talks because like Australia and China are like two huge entities that are so close to each other. And honestly, I wouldn't have thought about their relations very much. But it talks about their their there are things there, but it spends a really long time on, on Chinese, um, stuff. I don't know what I'm trying to get at. Oh yeah. Basically there was this one rebellion, I think it's Taipei, mm-hmm. where a lot of historians think that if there had been a turning point for China, that could have been it where mm-hmm. they changed to a democratic mm-hmm. Republican like type of government. And ironically it's the, um, it's the uh, Western powers, the democratic Western powers that shut them down in the first place yeah. because they want to prop up a, a more aging, yeah, yeah, a Qing dynasty to, Man, to do it instead. You know, you know, I used to so, think that I was like, it's really, it's, this is, yeah. this is going off my rage thing, uh, but I get so angry now uh, when I, when I, like I watched the documentary on the Vietnam War. And like learning about Nixon and what he was doing, I was fuming. Like I was incensed. I was so mm-hmm. angry at the sheer arrogance of these people and like the historical short sightedness and the and the greed. And I can mm-hmm. I've never felt this way about these things more. And it's I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or it's because I've been living in China. And something's like activating both, in my mind. Could be because like before when I was like younger, I was like, oh yeah, just bad things happen and like sometimes good things happen and like, well, it's just history. I'm just going to passively observe. Mm. And now it's like, no, that's, that's not acceptable. That's, that's. Hey, that's, that's the first step. You know, you got to get angry, right? Or yeah. you can do something else. Baby. I don't know. But I'm going to sit on my show. ass and go on the internet and watch Howard the Alien. So what the fuck am I saying anyway? <laughs> Yay. Nihilism. Our world's going to end in 10 years. So. Live it up. Millennials are the ones that are... Get as much anal as you can get into. Anyways, that's a depressing way to end this off. Anal? I'm talking about this one. Yeah, <laughs> sure. All right. Great. That's, that's what we're going to... That's what we're going to take... Uh, that's what we're Sorry, take. guys. That was gross. Let's story run. That's, um, what, that's what so we're going to take. So thanks for listening, like, guys. Uh, what? No. <laughs> that's what we're going to take... That's what we're going to, like, send off with like that? Like, uh, uh No. What can we send off with? I don't know. Good I, night and good luck. No. Not like that... Like, some good actual night. words of like good night america something something well something at least a little more positive i guess i guess okay here's here's something there are I a lot thought, of... here's something that i think is really 
was really nice today. I was yeah. talking to a bunch of students today, <laughs> and they're good kids, and we were talking about how to write an essay, and then it just got kind of off track, and then we just started talking about like life and purpose right. and uh all the these meaning. huge and all these isms you know like yeah. racism and sexism was this and, a t- tutorial yeah it was a tutorial and um so that's after school like help extra help time and uh it was just really cool because they were genuinely asking me these questions because they genuinely didn't understand them because they really wanted to actually know know about like no i want to yeah. i want to you're you're engaging my my brain yeah and and i that's cool i i want to know about these these huge things and these huge these these things that keep us separated from each other and yeah. i think that i hope that at least by them knowing it now they'll be able to take the one step further to yeah to maybe to mastery yeah well to not be not be assholes that's the big part right yeah. um and so yeah it's really going to come down to the the young people i think so uh some of them are okay. Some of them are all right. <laughs> Some of them are okay. We're the kids, all, all right. the kids are all right. The kids are all right. Is Just, that isn't that a movie title or a I movie think song? Like that, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any words of whatever you want to? I mean, say? I had, I was talking about genocide today, and the, stu- <laughs> and the students, the students were pretty engaged <laughs> with that too. Uh, they had a lot of questions, which was nice. Like trying to get to like the root of understanding why these things occur. Mm-hmm. And like how rationalization for bad actions occur, and you could see some of them going like, "Well, then, what do I call?" I don't know. It was interesting to them to get them to think about moral positions, especially when we talk about things that are related to China. Mm-hmm. So, like the famine, which yeah. I loved mentioning because they always call it the Great Disaster, yeah, which is fifty six to sixty, right? And it's it's the Great Disaster as if it just happened to them mm-hmm. because that's what we're taught. And right, but really it was... It was totally man-made. Mao, Mao thought yeah. that they should get rid of the birds, which brought all the bugs back. Because the birds were eating the... He's like, the birds are eating the grain! And because he's a scientist, for, but he's an engineer, so like, whatever. Yeah, didn't he come from Shen, Shenji? Yeah. Or whatever? The he's, coal? No, he's from Hunan. He's from oh, Hunan. I thought it was from, like, coal country. No. no? It's, okay. uh, but anyway, he... He said, let's get rid of the, the sparrows because they eat all the grain. Yeah. And they got rid of those sparrows and all the birds came back, the bugs that came back that the birds were eating. Yeah. And then they ate all the crops and they starved for four years and like 50 million people died. Yeah. Like something. Yeah. And then they call it the great disaster. So some. some so then I was saying like, well, that, that doesn't count as a genocide yeah. because it wasn't planned. Yeah. Some uh, students, their fourth eye, their third eye, fourth of, eye. Their fourth eye. <laughs> <laughs> their fourth eye was open but they but also like the cultural revolution because some of them were like, well is that a genocide and I was like well I mean t- t- arguably yeah it could be called a genocide but by definition no killed a ton of China's culture yeah, yeah. You know? but it, it but the thing is the problem was is that it didn't target specifically yeah. a race ethnicity or nationality yeah, it was just sort of generic A-Y-Way a Ai Weiwei jeez he talks about that too about how the yeah. cultural revolution destroyed I was I, I, I was viewed as them ripping their own heart out. Yeah, and then it, they've just been having been death spasms for the past forty years. It's like Kingdom Hearts, they're heartless. Yeah, they're Organization Thirteen. Wow, Jacob, China people are heartless, inscrutable, hardworking people, super racist. Hardworking people, you know, Organization Thirteen. They're all the people yeah. with the yeah, the, the, the black heads yeah, and everything. It's super. <laughs> it's so weird that that series, Kingdom Hearts, is so weird because you, 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 you got the Disney part, and then, and then you, you got, got this like anime, you shit, know. Weeb. <laughs> 
the heartless and then the, the but, what is it the heartless and then the hopeless i think it is there's like the gray the and nobodies the, the nobodies yeah uh, i i kind of love it though <laughs> i know it is it is bananas it's because it is a banana yeah anyways uh, uh good night and good luck well, from all of us there. here at the studio we're not done yet we're we still got to do our picks of the week, all then. We already did picks of the week. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. We didn't? No, we didn't. Fuck. You are. <laughs> well, pause it and save it. <laughs> we'll be back. If there's two picks of the With week. picks of the week If now. there's two picks of the week, I'm going to be fucking right. Itself. The song is called Sanctuary by Yutada Hiruku. Really hope I'm saying that right. I know it from the Nintendo DS version of Kingdom Hearts, the 365 and a half days. They have such weird names, and um, the plot is kind of incomprehensible, but I love the aesthetic and the feeling of it. Anyway, some heavy stuff there in that episode, so it only feels right to end it off with some light-hearted stuff about Goofy and Sora and Donald going through a magical adventure. I know the third uh, video game is going to come out pretty soon. For anybody who doesn't like Kingdom Hearts, then all of this is very boring, I'm sure. In general, though, I really do mean that about the students and the next generation in general. A lot of what I've always seen is positivity and openness, and I really hope that that creates a difference in the world. Hopefully, you know, it will. Now on to our favorite segment of this week and every week, our picks of the week. recording in the same oh that's a, is this updated i guess so wow i mean that's that's better for me honestly i like yeah. that nicer because then i don't have to spend the time buttons are different too yeah no, i know i everything everything changed actually so everything I guess maybe that, changes like almost all of like itunes as i know it's I time for picks of the week cool uh well dude Wait, that's what we could do for picks of the week. I just do a, in, a random improv voke jam. Sure. It's time for picks of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. 
Okay. Anyway, uh, Jacob, why don't you tell me what your pick of the week is? You want me to go first? I usually go first. I feel like it's uh, unequal. But maybe we should end on a strong point because my pick of the week is kind of garb. So, what do you think? I'll go first. Why break with the tradition? <laughs> you, you pick. I, I don't care. I'm so my pick, of the, my pick of the week. I can go either my pick way. Of, my pick of the week was yes. something that I was quite unwilling to do. And I refuse to admit that I enjoy it. Oh. <laughs> but recently, real human being, Mel, and my good partner and lover, Jacob, uh, have been watching bad Christmas movies. Uh, Netflix, a ridge. Bad Christmas movies. <laughs> Yeah, this is like the bottom of the barrel. This yeah, is like uh, scraping the like this real is, bad. This is like the, Hallmark quality lighting yeah. and acting in a lot of ways. This is this is the this is the dark shit. This is the well, dark days. Okay, sorry. This is your pick of the week. But you. no, but you can you can go. You can no, I, I will just say that I love watching those things because then when you watch a lot of them all together, you start noticing trends. You start being able to kind of differentiate. Yeah. And you start being able to say like, oh no, this 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 person actually is good at acting. Right. And they actually are just so given I've, I've, shit to work with. I've seen two. Uh, the first one I watched was really bad. The second one I watched was also really bad, but like in a good way, like in a way where like the actors were like. Like you said, given something bad, and we're trying to spin it as best they can into something tolerable. We they have weren't just bad actors. They yeah, were like it was bad. It was just bad. Yeah. It was just bad stuff, yeah. and 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 a, and a rather trite plot. Um, but what I think the real joy of it is um, being able to talk over a movie is something that is. I mean, this is gonna sound stupid because everybody fucking knows this, but just being able to talk over a movie and and. Uh, shoot the shit because uh, <laughs> I'm going to toot my own horn here I only like spending time watching movies that I think are really good film and so I don't want to be distracted <laughs> when I'm watching them so if I'm watching something like Master and Commander or Mad Max or Hot Fuzz I don't want to be talking about it over it or I don't want to be distracted when I'm watching because I like the film I, I enjoy the film too much for me to take away from it mm -hmm. so then when you have a bad movie and it's been so long since i've done this but when you have a bad movie you're able to kind of relax and the movie becomes almost unimportant um wait what are you talking about we just saw climbs of grindelwald but yeah that's sort of what i i've got out of that and that's why it's my pick of the week because i was a grumpy man and now i'm turned around like the grinch or whatever um, uh, uh, Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge. Scrooge. Yeah. You returned, your heart grew because you were there with your friends. And no. we all got to make fun of a, fun of a Christmas movie. Together. No. I mean, that's, that's a real joy of yeah, like being still. able, being able to make fun. Having of, friends. Um, <laughs> being able to make fun of a, yeah. being able to make fun of like, like a movie together and yeah. like just riffing and yeah. coming up with different like jokes yeah. and inside stuff. You bring and, the like, sadness. I bring the Cheetos. <laughs> no, it's the other Yeah, sorry. I'll bring the Cheetos. You'll I bring the sadness. You bring the Cheetos, no, I'll bring the sadness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's... So, like, just weird weird lines. Like, yeah. we still have Bioch. Bioch? <laughs> Bioch? We have all these inside jokes. Grandpa now. in an existential crisis. Yeah. Gramps. Yeah. Being, See, yeah. And, and that's the fun thing. And you get these you, are references you started, nobody will get. <laughs> you started. You started looking up basically actors and started figuring out. Oh, whoa! This guy is a singer. And then we listened to his whole entire like discography. It afterwards. wasn't great. 
He was raped by P. Diddy. Really? Yeah. Like, this Godfather is P. Diddy. Strange, very strange. Uh, the grandson of Gregory yeah. Peck. Yeah, the grandson of Gregory Peck. These are crazy. Um, I mean, we'll get more into it in yeah. 45 Days of Christmas. Spoiler. Uh, or, uh, that's a little teaser for you folks. Little little uh, teaser there for you. That's going to be a new segment coming out soon. With uh, uh, Real Human Bing. Hello, Peck. Yeah. Who uh, is, coincidentally, the great-granddaughter of Gregory Peck. Yeah, we can ask her about what it was like to have her cousin like in that yeah. film. Yeah. Uh, Jacob? So, anyways. Jacob? Yes. What's your pick of the week? Or should I say, pick of the weekend? Because I think we've got a little story to tell people back at home. Why are you... You have this weird cadence. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> Well, yeah, Alden, you're you're exactly right. Uh, I went to, well, okay. Let me let me set it up even more. I was I was trolling through. I have I have a Chinese movie app that basically has a list of all the all the possible movies in your area that are yeah. playing. I started scrolling down because there's really at the time there was really nothing. There was Venom, which uh, <laughs> I have less interest than seeing like that even like, Predator. Yeah, that I, I, I would have, see Predator over Venom. I would see Predator over Venom. I would see Crimes of Grindelwald, which again, I did again. over Venom. Uh, I would see Rec- I would see Wreck-It Ralph two over which over looks real bad. Venom. Although I heard I heard good stuff about Wreck-It Ralph two. It looks real bad to me too, but you never know. Maybe it's a on the nose satire. Maybe uh, I was trolling through my Chinese music app, uh-huh. uh, music movie app. Yeah, it shows it shows all the movies right. that are possible over the city. And um, I was just looking through basically all the way to the end, and I saw that uh, a very familiar-looking one, and I uh, like the poster to it, and I realized that it was a Curious Incident of the Dog in the Night, which mm-hmm. is um, a really fantastic book. And, Turned into a really fantastic play. A really, really fantastic play. I think it might be. I honestly, have only read parts of the book, so I can't say that for certain, but. I really think that uh, it might even be better than the book, just because you can visualize like visual, yeah, thing. Anyways, so I, I looked it up and uh, it was playing all the way down in Dalian, and um, at the Lux Theater, the Lux Theater, which is lauded as being exclusive or something, and that it, it is in in a way like the 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 theater itself um, was it's pretty nice really, Yeah, I'll show you. There's. Um, but Jacob, uh, Jacob, where the actual this is the this is the inside of the the right. one. It was huge, right? Like, uh, like all this stuff. Look at the those yeah. panelings. It mm. looks like it looks like a the it looks like a like a a play theater, like a stage theater. Basically. So this wasn't an actual play um, that came here. This was a this no. Was a, so this was this was part of uh, the national national theater live. I believe it's called. Yeah. Um, they they do they do this a lot where they'll have. Uh, like live broadcasts, they're actually live. Or maybe they are at some point. These ones weren't. Right. Basically, they have they have um, stage plays uh, right. that are broadcasted out to movie theaters, and mm-hmm. so uh, this this particular one had uh, a number of different ones. And this is apparently the second uh, international theater live festival. I was reading through it, and um, the different companies that are involved are National Theater Live, Royal Shakespeare Company. Uh, globe on screen and Trafalgar something Trafalgar Square. I don't. Yeah. I've never heard of them before. Um, Trafalgar releasing. Uh, any case, uh, uh, they got a number of their um, their plays that they were going to show. Uh-huh. Uh, so stuff like um, 
uh, Curious Incident of a Dog of the Night, yeah. but also a lot of Shakespeare, Hamlet, Merchant of Venice. Show me, show me Hamlet's um, Benedict Cumberbum. There he is in one scene. Oh, I can see what you mean by the clothes. It's kind of weird. It was a weird combination. And here he is in another scene. He's also see he's got the thing there. Yeah. But then the other people were like, you can't really see. Yeah. Well, but the other people were playing like that. Um, I, it was it was a really interesting experience. Uh, still about the the theater itself. They had the oddest um, <laughs> intro <laughs> sequence yeah. sequence with my favorite guy of all time. It was just a I'm naked gonna strawberry. Show, I'm gonna show Alden. Uh, I'm gonna describe it. I got part of it. It's it's all upside down at first, and then I there's so it's, about, it's, about, it's about it's about fire security, right? Yeah. So there's a naked ladybug man uh, with a aviator glasses. And uh, he's got a goatee, and next time there's a prisoner rabbit and two raccoon babies. And the prisoner rabbit has a guitar. Um, I guess I guess you can't really see that well, but this the my favorite guy, the ladybug guy with yeah. no shirt, yeah. is uh, introduced basically by saying like uh, no smoking. Right. Says that because somebody sees him with a pair of cigarettes and right. in the back. They replace it with a lollipop, right? They replace it with uh, one of those um, noise maker oh, like yeah. things because um, he does it at the very end of it. Yeah. But I love the fact that no, you can't smoke, but you can come in without a shirt. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's, well, he's like a, he's, he's a, a very social man. He's a uh, ladybug, all right. Yeah, uh, but but it's it's this. Um, there's another there's Siamese twins, which I don't know if that's racist to say or not. They're conjoined twins. There's a there's a beef eater guy. Hey, there's yo. a guy dressed up as a bear. There's, there's like a, a chicken hat lady. There's a superhero with a with a um a crown. Yeah. A brown crown. And there's like a monster and like Sumo a Mohawk Kong. kid. Yeah. It's weird. Um but basically they're saying, Dear friends, enjoy the show. Yeah. Anyways, it was really enjoyable. I saw Curious Instant of the Dog of the Night. My name is Christopher John Francis Boone. I live at 36 Randolph Street, Swindon. I like maths, outer space, looking after Toby, and I see everything. And I saw Hamlet. To be or not to be. That is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them. And uh, it reminded me of a time where I went to go see yeah. stuff like that with my, mostly with my mom, honestly, because honestly. she's the only one who likes to do that stuff. So thanks, mom. I love you. And uh, I will tell you more about both of these plays after the break, because I don't want to make everybody listen to that. If you do, though, uh, I'll tell you what my thoughts were on both of the plays that I went to see. If that's you don't want to kill yourself, that's then the bonus pod, right? you can, you can like, stop listening right the now. The bonus pod? Uh, well, I was yeah. just going to put it at the very end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but I could do a bonus pod about it. Well, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Anyways. This is the real human beings. Anyways, it was really cool. Um, it was really cool also to see, um, along the theme of like Chinese government fucking stuff up and things like that, um, this was kind of cool to see though, because this was like one time where they actually opened themselves up to that. Yeah. And Curious Into the Dog of the Night, for, particularly, is about um, a child with the on the autism spectrum. Yeah. And, well, they um, did Skylight. And, um, Whoa. 
and it's uh, it's it's it was really cool to see because that's not something that's really talked about very much in China and not really uh, that uh, well acknowledged. But pretty much everybody in the audience was Chinese. Um, one of the ladies who I was sitting next to actually struck up a conversation with me. But uh, you know, if anybody's oh, ever yeah. been to China, it's like a conversation like a Chinese person who knows a little bit of English where they ask you basically where are you from and like what do you do here and uh, I also don't know any Chinese so I'm useless as well but it, I don't know it was cool it was it was cool to see that there was so much interest in it I'm not sure why but there was so and they, they all sat through like Hamlet especially like three and a half hours Jesus um, um, so anyways um, that's that's my thing uh Anything, any last ideas, any last thoughts, all that? Any last requests? Any last requests? No. No? Okay. I'm actually just kind of entranced by this. Oh, we did Richard the Third. Richard the Second. Second. Yeah, close enough. Twelfth mm-hmm. Night? Yeah, dude. Very cool. I did say this before. I wasn't listening to you. I don't listen to you. I know. That's just more, you know. This is an abusive relationship. Just, just more confirmation. You know. I love Jacob. And he shows it by withholding. I withhold nothing. I offer my body to you every morning. Any final, uh, final, uh, final thoughts? Uh, I think both of our choices were erudite, intelligent, and a delight. Okay. I believe that I picks of the week are a beneficent beacon of goodwill and charm to this poor, dreary earth that we call our home. From all of us here in the studios at BBC, I wish you the best of luck in these trying times. Good night. Good luck. We're all gonna die. Hey. Need that to be. Was... That's true. <laughs> you said you were gonna do that. You're gonna. I know. Off. I say a lot of things, Jacob. Great. photo thing with her because there was a, a Chinese movie star who like slept with a bunch of them in like the mid 2000s and then released a bunch of nudes and it was like a big thing I like, don't happened. think it's her because it really would have it would have shown up on any yeah. of these things and I yeah. really didn't so yeah there was like some controversy and you believe you better believe that I looked up Sad Bing Bing nudes that was the first thing the first the first thing it's the first thing that I always look up about anybody though so to be fair when Stan Lee died I looked up Stan Lee nudes and there was a lot (laughs) there was a lot (laughs) Um, let me tell you
There was a lot. There was a lot. There was a lot. Excelsior! <laughs> That's what he always said. Right when he was coming. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, I will give you $1,000 if the next time you come with a woman, you yell Excelsior. Okay. How would you know? <laughs> you have to prove it to me. All right. Just show me a video. <laughs> yeah. All right. Great. <laughs> a thousand bucks. That's on. That's for you, baby. Well, if anybody wants to get 500 <laughs> bucks... <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> the fan comes back from this. Uh, she has like a ton of these different things. Um, you know if I, This is something it's, probably fairly seditious. Yeah. But if China was to expand its hegemony in such a way that it would influence Canada, mm-hmm. I would actively stage rebellion against them. Yeah? I don't think I... Like I can live here because I'm very privileged. Yeah. And I can live here because I'm not affected by the system. But even just like on a side, like I get the I get furious mm-hmm. at this treatment to people who live within the system and it it's it fucking sucks. Yeah. Like it, it it's a shitty, shitty thing. They're not a good country by any standards of the mean that I would or at least the party isn't. Yeah. No, I mean and that that's that's something to to, to really um, like people talk about like yeah. the new modern China like often business magazines and things oh. like that the economists would be like the new the waking the rising dragon yeah and like all these stuff and it's just, like I know that's just, just rhetoric the, well and that's just because that's that it is true yeah. their economic power is growing by yeah. leaps and bounds but part of that's because they're abusing the system uh, well part of it's also too they've they finally opened themselves up to this stuff yeah um, and no. I mean I'm in no way like a free market capitalist, no. like, uh, you know, super, super, like, and ex- you know, yeah, super, yeah, super excited about this type of thing. But I do think that there's something to be said that creativity Flourishes. and the ability to uh, speak your mind and yeah. stuff really does bring out the best. Although, <laughs> and the worst. I mean, <laughs> I mean but, yeah. But teacher, like America that. is so dangerous yeah. and chaotic. It's always, it's always the other way around. But I, see... My my beliefs my beliefs would say that no I, I do think that yeah. all in all in the long run yeah. addition is always better mm-hmm. and that if you can be open to these different things then yeah it will always improve that's why I'm looking in the long to, run I yeah. hope yeah. 